Welcome back to What Fits This Leave. My name is Anvisha Nath, I'm 17 years old, and I will be your host today. Personally, I think we have a big communicational gap within our generation. If it's not in our personal life, it might be in our student life, or even in the future of our professional life, which is why I am delighted to have the opportunity of hosting Mr. Matt Abrahams on this podcast so that he can give his insights on communication. Mr. Matt Abrahams is a professor of organizational behavior and a host of a podcast called Think Fast, Talk Smart, where he delves into the topic of communication. Joining us from Stanford University, live from America. Let's give him a warm welcome. Welcome to What Pits the Sleeve. Good morning from Dubai and good evening to America. How are you doing today, Mr. Matt Abraham? I'm doing great. Excited to be here with you. Let's just know a little bit about you. What do you teach in Stanford and why you started your podcast, Think Fast, Talk Smart? I teach strategic communication at Stanford's Graduate School of Business. I also teach public speaking in a class called Improvisationally Speaking for Stanford's Continuing Studies program. And I'm somebody who's really passionate about helping people hone and develop their communication skills. And when I had the opportunity to do a podcast for the business school, I jumped at it. And Think Fast, Talk Smart, the podcast has been going for three years now. You know, the idea of an authentic, real conversation is diminishing. Personal interactions are being washed away. How do you think we can combat this in my community? Part of what communication does is it connects connects us to people. In fact, the word communication comes from this notion of to make common, to commune. We need to remember that part of what makes us human is the connection we have with people. And that's a connection that you feel being present. Devices, screens, distraction, that takes us away from people. And so it's really important to come back and realize that we can be very fulfilled. We can learn, we can develop new skills through our connection with people. Technology has affected our generation in a good way or a bad way, would you say? Technology allows us to connect with people in ways we've never been able to before. The fact that you and I can talk in, in this modality. Here we are across the world having communication and technology enables that. But at the same time, it builds in that distance that we've talked about, you know, that connection, that immediacy, the warmth that we feel when we're actually physically present with people and challenge ourselves to strive for the balance of of connecting and reaching out beyond that barriers of, of space and time. You know, as of now, um, there's a big concern about Generation Z's soft skills. Personally, what do you think? Do you think the soft skills have been weakened through technology or maybe there's something else that could be the cause of this? Or do you think our soft skills are actually intact? I'm not a big fan of, of calling things soft skills versus hard skills. You know, I, I, I think it's all about connection. It's about warmth and immediacy. And we're learning how to do that through technology. I teach students of your generation and, and many of them have amazing soft skills, as you call it. Uh, and they're really good at connecting. There are some who find it difficult, but the same is true in my generation. So. I, yeah, I'm not sure that I believe that, that people are losing their soft skills. I think the soft skills, as you call it, are changing. I do think that, that critical to all communication is this notion of, of uh, slowing down, listening, reaching out, uh, making sure that you know the audience you're speaking to and what's important to them. You know, there are a lot of questions about intergenerational communication. How does somebody of my generation communicate with somebody of your generation? And and I think it starts by first appreciating that there might be a difference and really reflecting on what does that other generation need and then adjusting and adapting your communication to do that. If the goal of communication is to connect and to transfer meaning and ideas from one person to the next, 
You have to take the time to understand what's the best way to do that for the people you are speaking to. And it's very easy to stay focused on the way we, our, our culture, our peers communicate. And, and you need to just switch slightly and say, how do others communicate? And then reach out in that way. We're quite concerned with the ability of forging like proper, strong, interpersonal relationships. Do you think that we have a problem with strong personal relationships? Do you think that communication plays a big part in it? And how so? You know, I think it's always easier for, for an older generation to look at a younger generation and say, well, it's not the way it was when I was that age, <laughs> therefore something's wrong with it. I think it's different. I think, I think people all around the world of your generation are connecting with other people. I think it is possible to take technology to an extreme and, and become very insular and not connect. The change started coming in 2022, and I feel like that change has still left some side effects, which can be seen today. What kind of side effects do you think this idea of COVID has left behind on communication? Part of what the pandemic taught us is how important communication is. Many of us developed bad habits that we're now having to break. Many of the people I teach in the corporate world got used to having a script on their screen and they would just read their script and felt really comfortable presenting in that way. Now that we're back in person, you don't have that script. On a large scale, what do you think this generation can do to transform their communication? A lot of us take communication as a given. We don't take the time to think that we need to work on it. We've been doing it all our lives and feel that, you know, we get by. Many Many people have some level of success and figure that's fine. Learn to be better at your communication. That's that's the biggest thing I think people can do. Support others and give people feedback on their communication. If you're in a meeting and somebody does something really well or that contributes nicely, comment on that. Similarly, if you're in a position inappropriate, give people feedback in a constructive way on how their communication can be improved. The only way you get better at communication is repetition, reflection, and feedback. You need to practice, you need to reflect what's working, what's not working, and you need to get feedback. So if you can set up an environment that, that supports those things, you're gonna get better at it. This is a bit of a personal question from my end and my peers. We're a little curious to know how it's really like to be teaching at a university like Stanford. You know, we all aspire, we've seen it in the movies, we've read about it in the articles and books, but what is it really like? Stanford is a magical place. You know, it is one of many amazing universities, and I encourage everybody to find their place in, a, in an appropriate university in college, if, if that's where life takes you. Uh, Stanford is right for many students, not all students, and continuing to learn and hone your skills, regardless of if it's communication or anything else, I think is really important. Thank you so, so much for coming. Um, I urge all my viewers to make sure to come and watch his podcast as well, which is Think Fast. Talk Smart. This is a podcast that delves more into the idea of communication and today is more of a snippet for Generation Z. We're live from Maiko. This is Mr. Matt Abrahams from Stanford University and this is Anvishana signing out. <laughs>